Hey, I'm Daniel, and welcome to the Milwaukee Chi Alpha Podcast. What you're going to get from this podcast is biblical encouragement for college students in Milwaukee. And if you don't fit that description, this can still be a good listen for you. What you're about to listen to is our sermon series called Sent. We're studying the book of Acts, the ordinary people who had an extraordinary story. So tonight um, is actually what we call an experience night, um, and all that we mean by that is we wanted to provide a little more space for us to respond and be still before God. We've been working through the book of Acts throughout the last semester, and we're going to continue to work through Acts this semester. Um, and so uh, up to this point in the story of Acts, um, if you know anything about the book, basically as happened and summarized this several times, Acts 1-8 is like this snapshot of what the whole book is about. Like Jesus said, wait for my Holy Spirit, and when he comes, he'll give you power to go into all nations, right? Um, and you'll be his witnesses to Jerusalem, uh, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, right? And that's basically the book of Acts is not only that people taking the gospel to all of these places to the ends of the earth, but specifically the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, is equipping and sending people to go to the ends of the earth. That God is going to do something. God wants to bring this gospel of this salvation in him, this hope we have in him, this life we have in him. And he is going to bring it to the ends of the earth to all people. And Acts is a story of God doing that through the lives of people who will say yes to him. And so we've been processing that and walking through the story piece by piece and just quick summary up to chapter 7, it's all Jews in Jerusalem. And then there's like this great persecution that happens, and a scattering happens. As these Jewish Christians, who are now forced to go around the whole region, begin to share the gospel in different places. And in Acts chapter 8, the beginning of this, we see this guy Philip. He's going to kind of the neighbors, who are also their enemies, the Samaritans, and they kind of hate it. Because they're like, there's a long story there. Go listen to the podcast from that week, um, chapter, chapter 8. Um, but you can find a lot of history between the Jews and the Samaritans. But then the gospel comes to them. And then on top of that, the Holy Spirit is they're, they're filled with the Holy Spirit. And Captain talked about that last week. These people receive the Spirit, just like the Jews had in Acts chapter 2. And we see the gospel spreading, spreading, spreading. Philip is this dude who, like, who's obeyed Jesus. Even though he's been scattered to another region, he continues to share the gospel, even to the Samaritans. And he's there, and this revival is happening. People are coming to know Jesus, and it's this crazy story. But then we're going to pick up in Acts chapter 8, verse 26. We're going to put on the screen. We're going to read through this story and see what happens next. And not only Philip's life and what he encountered, but how the Holy Spirit is living him. But here's what we're going to do as we read this story. Just put it up, that's fine. Uh, here's what we're going to do as we read this. I would encourage you, we're going to read it a little differently. You can keep your eyes on the screen and read along if you'd like. That's why they're there. However, there's another way I wish I would encourage you to do is actually to close your eyes. And then ask the Holy Spirit to use your imagination, to envision, to put yourself in the story. And, ask, and the Holy Spirit really wants to reveal to you. That's what he wants to do. 
It's not meant to be weird or anything like that. He wants to help us see Jesus. And so as we read this story, this is scripture. My hope tonight is that scripture will do the teaching tonight, not me. And we're going to just listen to what our Bible says. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to our hearts what he wants us to see. And so as I read, I'm going to read, and you can close your eyes and listen, and you can follow along on the screen. But then I'm going to give us a minute to pause and reflect. And just let the words that we just read sink in a little deeper. And if your mind is distracted, that's okay. There's nothing you need to do about it, but just be still. And try to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to you. Is that cool? So I'm going to pray, and I'm going to read. Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you that your word is alive. And you spoke it. You, you inspired it. And so for us to see you. Lord, we want to see you tonight. So as we engage your word, would you speak to us? Would you bring us pictures? Would you bring us, bring us into the scene so that we might see what you are? In your name we pray. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian, an important official in charge of all the treasuries of the Candace, which means Queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up his chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah, the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before his shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about? Himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water. And Philip baptized him. When they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Ephesus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. He's still preaching.
And then sometimes being silent and being able to people sometimes might not might be so hard to understand ourselves. And sometimes it may feel really like that. But there's something so good about being able to slow down and start and listen. And if, as you are listening, or if you are listening to the story or in that moment of silence, felt like God spoke to you or the Holy Spirit put something in your heart, or even just something that came to your mind that seemed important, I want to encourage you to write it down right now. Just write something down that stood out to you, that the Holy Spirit spoke, and let it lead you to Jesus. Because, um, that, again, that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. He wants to help us see Jesus and his word is here in the guide to help us see Jesus through all of this. Um, so <clears throat> write it down. And as you speak, write it down. Well, just a couple things I noticed in this story that I think are worth for us um, to kind of notice as well, and then we'll take some more time to um, reflect in just a couple minutes. Um, in this story, we see Philip, who has just come from like for a Bible. He's with a whole bunch of people getting saved. And then, verse 26, the angel tells him to leave, which is kind of odd. Why would he leave something else out that was so good? And yet, God tells him to leave. And not only leave, but like go into the desert. Right? It's a desert, desert road, which, if you know your, your you know, Jerusalem map, your Israel map in that time, which you probably don't, um, you can probably find a map in your Bible somewhere. I had to look it up on Google and I was trying to find out the map. Kind of see, like, where did Philip go? Because Samaria is to the north of Jerusalem, but the road that he's talking about is actually to the south. So Philip had to either go down through Jerusalem and then down to this road, or maybe he took like a, a shortcut through the desert to get to this road. Like, either way, Philip had a very long journey to get to where he meets this guy, which is odd. Philip, God just tells him to just go, go walk until you get to this road. It's a long way. Why leave? You know? But Philip was obedient. He trusts God, even if it maybe didn't make a lot of much sense. So far he's trusted God, so why not? Right? And I love that simplicity of Philip's obedience. Spirit told him to go. And notice, though it is odd, it's not weird, right? He just tells him to go on a journey to, on this road, right? And then he gets there, he meets this Ethiopian guy in a chariot, right? Again, not a weird thing. The Holy Spirit leads him and then tells him, go stand near. The Holy Spirit tells him, just be near. Again, not weird. This is very natural and normal. We do this every single day when we're walking around things. We're just like, that seems interesting. And we go near it. And what I want us to see is that the Holy Spirit wants to position us. Because he wants us to be part of what he's doing. And the question is, when you when you let him position you to be part of what he's doing, Philip trusts him. And the Holy Spirit leads him to stand to this beside this chariot on this road. And then he overhears the kind of like the reading. This Ethiopian is reading Old Testament scripture. Which if you know anything about what he's reading, it's from Isaiah chapter 53. And if you've never read that chapter, go read Isaiah chapter 53 and, and meditate on that chapter and look for Jesus in that chapter, which happens 
like he, it was written hundreds of years before he showed up as the prophetic passage all about Jesus. It's beautiful. So Philip, who very well knew this story, hears this Ethiopian reading this story. And he does the natural thing. He simply asks a very understandable question. Do you understand what you're reading? And if you know anything about Isaiah, it's a little confusing. <laughs> Especially the first 40 chapters, you're like, what is going on? But even after the chapter 40 to the end of the book, it still can get a little confusing, especially if you don't know Jesus. And so he's not being like demeaning or anything. He's just asking a very big question. Do you understand what you're reading? And the guy's like, how can I? And on from this, this beautiful conversation happens and unfolds. Because this person was seeking God. Now, not every person on our campus that we're going to run into is like this Ethiopian who is seeking after God. But what I love is that the Holy Spirit positioned Philip in a very natural way to have a conversation with someone who is seeking. And Philip simply said yes to the Holy Spirit. And what happens is the next wave of the gospel spreading outward happens. Goes from the Jews to Samaritans, and now Ethiopians are receiving the gospel of Jesus. And that the story of Acts is just going to continue to tell these stories as the Holy Spirit is leading people out and people are saying yes to that prompting. More people are going to hear this goodness and see Jesus. And what happened is rejoicing, right? We love that ending. So here's what I want us to do for the next five minutes, three to five minutes. Because we're going to ask a question. Because we want to reflect, and Luke's going to put the music on the background, just not on some space. But we want to ask the Holy Spirit, how do you want to position me on my purpose, or in my life, or in my world, or not? And we're not asking ourselves, we're not trying to just think of our own creativity, we're simply asking the Holy Spirit. And where do you want to position me? Have you positioned Philip? Have you positioned somebody else? Have you brought them to a place where they were able to overhear a conversation that was just easy to jump into? Have you asked the Holy Spirit that question? But then with it, and I'm, I'm sure you've already read it, comes the other side of what's happening in our hearts. Right? But you ask the Holy Spirit, are there ways I'm resisting you positioning me? Because this happens all the time, right? Like Philip said yes. But sometimes we don't always say yes to that. I don't know if I want to go down a desert road. It's kind of comfortable here. I don't know if I want to go stand by that chariot. What does it do something like? I don't know if I should ask that question. And all along the line, it's so easy. Just say, no, nah, I'm not sure. And what's important there is not to like berate ourselves for not saying yes, but to examine why. What are the things where? And so what I want us to do is just ask the Holy Spirit and ask questions. And then God, let's see if he will speak. Maybe he'll prompt point things in this in this story, maybe he'll bring it to another passage. Maybe he'll just put a scene in your mind. Maybe he'll put someone specifically on your mind. Maybe nothing will happen at all, and you'll sit there, I'm not sure what to do with it. And that's what you'll see. So then I'll pray, and then we're going to 
Please stand up there. Jesus, would you speak through your Holy Spirit to us? May you position us. And would you help us see ways which we might not be willing to let you? Help us see. Would you bring those questions, those hesitations to the table and help us look at them and recenter them again? And may in all of this, may you see So now I stop here and you know, I sing one more song for that. Um, this whole story is all focused around this, this, this Ethiopian eunuch who is this official in, in uh, Queen's Guard, right? Like, big deal. The whole deal is that Philip meets him in an unlikely place that we need to see Jesus. All of this, this whole story is about people seeing this Jesus who loves us like crazy. And we do crazy things to help us see him. And some of us might have a story of someone finding, <laughs> bringing us into his kingdom because they did something here that was wild. We saw Jesus do somehow went out of every way to meet us. But he might be calling some of you to say, here on our campus. And I love how normal and natural the story is, even in the magnitude of what happened. This gospel is continuing to shift on. But if you're in the room, this is all new. But you have questions about Jesus. Anyone who doesn't know him better, or you like to have hesitations and hang ups and yell about and all of that, I'm so glad. <laughs> There's lots of questions on this journey of discovering. And uh, we do so much more than this. And we, I would encourage you to continue to ask those questions. Don't stop them down. Because God does really cool things to help us see Him. And He wants to see Him. He wants to help you meet you with people for a group of friends who care about you and, and want to you know, hear your questions and talk and wrestle together on that. That makes sense. All this is for us. To see him better and for the world to see him better. So that's what we want to do with all of this. So, um, and as a way of ending this time, I sing a song. So, we'll just see if you come on up and I'll sing a song. Um, as we were praying, I just felt very similar to what Jeff just said, but I feel like the Lord said this on my heart. Maybe as you're reading the story, we're talking about being like Philip, who goes out. Maybe you're sitting there feeling more like, Ethiopian. Um, and as Jeff said, like that's okay. But maybe you feel like you're in the desert and you're questioning and you're confused and you're just like there. Um, and if that's the case, like Jesus wants to meet you. We would love to be those people. We would love to be your Philip and meet you. But Jesus wants to meet you. And the other cool thing is we can be both goals. You know? Like maybe God is calling you 
to be a Philip to somebody, to go be near somebody. But if you're also feeling lost and confused, you can call someone to be And we can do both. We can go, as we also need people to hear us. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at MilwaukeeXA to keep up to date on our events and services. Or stop by Bolton Hall Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. in room B40.